Good afternoon. From a passing game standpoint, obviously on your home, but obviously he's a known commodity, and we'll push forward toward the weekend. Obviously, without facts, evidence, reason, logic, an understanding of science, these are good things. Obvious. Black bears weigh between two and five hundred pounds. Brown bears weigh between 300 and over 1,000 pounds. This is your victory. And welcome to The Obvious, everyone. Episode 125. Here, we got all the boys this week. How are we doing, guys? Are you sure it's episode 125? Yeah, I have not confirmed or checked your numbers in like forty episodes, and it kind of feels weird. <laughs> you can go check. Should be one twenty-five. I think that's what I said, right? I said one twenty-five. I think yeah. so. Okay, yeah. Well, how we doing, boys? Buzzing. Buzzing. Surviving. The boys are buzzing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel good today. I don't know why. I felt much better today. Got that test out of the way, even though I failed. But that's okay. You know, we persevere. All right. I re- I'm going to reschedule it for two weeks later. And we're going to pass it then. All right. I missed it by three questions. How hard can it be? Right? Not that bad. No, not that bad. You just got to guess guess better next time. That's exactly it. It's essentially what it was. I've just been so fucking... This whole suit thing has had me so stressed out over the last week. Work has sucked. I have not been able to focus on studying. Or anything. Everything has sucked. Because <laughs> every day after work, I've just been going to fucking men's warehouse to get my goddamn suit. And now I had to drop another See? 120 bucks yesterday to get it altered. The, and, the I have a, and I have a pair of pants that don't even go with the suit. They're still just black pants, so it's fine. Right, it, right. Pants are like the least of my concern. Right. But, you know, it's a blessing mm-hmm. and a curse that Nick is such a nice guy because I'm pretty confident that if he wasn't and didn't believe in people as much as he did, this would have been solved quite a while ago. Probably, honestly. like It all started when you just put your full faith and trust in them that they would call you when your suit came in and then they never called you like eight times in a row. I fucking went in yesterday. I was like, yeah, so I got suit alterations. Uh, he's like, yeah, oh, dude's like, yeah, well, when's the wedding? I'm like, Oh, yeah, like, I'm leaving this Friday for the wedding. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, I've been here eight times. I've already told you that every single goddamn time I've been here. He's like, oh, well, we have it scheduled for October 8th alterations. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, these dense motherfuckers. If that would have been your actual response, what the fuck, like, eight times ago, they might have gotten it taken care of for you, maybe. Yeah, they probably would have done it right away. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like, these... this, this well... dude's too nice. We're just going to fuck him in the ass 18 times. I would never recommend anyone get their suits. When you guys go get married, do not go through Men's Warehouse. That's... They have fucked right. everyone over so many times already. It has been a complete shit show. And they've royally fucked Nick completely. Like, well, here's the thing. Like, if you have friends that are going to be groomsmen, they live in different states. Who else do you go to other than Men's Warehouse that's like a chain brand that's going to be nation- right. national? Right. That's the thing. And well, I tell know. your friend, tell your friends that if they move out of state, they're not going to be a part of your wedding. It's that simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Dude, if that happened to me eight times, I literally would have thrown a Karen fit, dude. Well, like, he, I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Am I getting punked? Where's Ashton? Right. Are you joking? I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what fucking Tyler said. I mean, I don't know if like, I, I've, (laughs) the way I like talk to people is heavily based on how they're talking to me. And like, I I get, I feel, I get a lot of emotions from the people and like the way they're talking to me, you know? So either this dude is just really good at being a dick or like, cause I could tell he was frustrated too. So I didn't like want to like fucking go ape shit on an employee that's probably getting boned by his company because it sounds like just based on reviews that i've read that it's a company problem it's been happening at multiple different locations so i have no fucking idea what's going on so i don't want to fuck up the little guy for it but like 
it i know what you mean like you got to get a point across somehow but see this is the the problem is that once they fucked you the first two times and he admitted they fucked up he should have had everything taken care of jumped through all the hoops and had everything set up for you the fact that he let you leave that store last night without any idea of where to get your alterations done is a joke and he's a piece of shit yeah not even that i went to the adina one and explained them my situation too and they said the exact same thing i was like hey can i get my alterations done here do you guys do them in-house hey yeah we do them in-house but uh we won't be able to do that by this weekend i'm like oh fucking sick yeah there's a tailor right above i'm like what the fuck that's what i don't get is you guys fucked up 18 times how can you not jump new your tux ahead of everyone else and just get it done quick like if i was the manager of one of those stores all you have to do is fucking make it happen right the fact that they wouldn't work with you at all is a joke yeah 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 i don't know that's just bad business yeah that's why i'm dating taylor she'd be right on top of that shit (laughs) well when i meet her at the wedding i will say you need to go everywhere that nick needs to go and get something accomplished you have to go with him (laughs) he he, he needs something done i know he's not gonna do it because he's too nice to do it but (laughs) i don't know yeah i mean it is i'm just glad it's hopefully fucking over if the suit's not ready by this tailing place like actually look real fucking good and they're super nice about it they like took it they they even took out the pins that the men's warehouse people put in they're like no 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 this is not what you're supposed to do i'm like fucking you guys seem like you know what you're doing <laughs> they're like they're like looking at me like yeah no this suit's actually a little too big for you i'm like what the fuck I'm like, <laughs> like yeah like your shoulders should be narrow and like you see why it's uncomfortable like moving your arm up and down it's because the armpit isn't closer to your armpit it's actually way out here i'm like this all makes so much goddamn sense. These dudes just fucked me over. Like these people, these dudes had no fucking idea what they're doing. I'm just like, oh my god, go did to men's go to men's warehouse and get misfitted for a suit. Isn't that sick? Did uh, you have to pay more for it to be like rush altered? Is that why it was kind of spendy? I I don't know. No, it was like it was like cause I had to get both sleeves done, and I think both sleeves were like thirty or forty bucks, and then also they had to do my back, like the jacket itself, and then also like a button just for like bringing it in more you know so and all that combined was like 120 bucks which fucking sucks but and men's warehouse probably would have been it probably wouldn't i don't men's warehouse i think they said they were they said that's the other thing too they said that they'd cover the alterations right and then they're like oh sorry we can't do that like fucking sick i'm just gonna fucking send you fucking dog shit in the mail now i don't know are you going to unibomb men's warehouse? No. <laughs> I'm going to poop them. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, every single time you went in there, I was just shocked at the outcome. And I know. I'm... They, they would not get anything done for you when you went there. That was the craziest part. Is I understand people fuck shit up. But, like, when you're working with the manager of a business like that, and they let you leave that evening and don't have any answers or solutions for you. I just, I don't get well, it. Well, that's the thing is that, that they'd say they had answers, solutions. And like, it'd be like, yeah, okay, we placed the order. Here's the order. I'd get the update for the order on my phone and wait X amount of days. Go back and like, hey, y'all said you got you called by this time. And then I'd get there. And they said, then they'd look at the order. They're like, oh, what the fuck? Like it says here it was canceled for some reason. And I was like what the fuck and like even when i went to the adina place they saw all the same transactions they're like yeah dude that's freaking weird i'm like okay so like something's going on and for whatever reason every time i went there i had another account made under men's warehouse even though i've never ever been on their website or anything i've never had an account with them i had at one point i had 10 different accounts and they'd have to search through every single one one by one to find which one they're putting all the transactions on it was the most retarded thing i've ever seen in my life oh unreal it's yeah been quite the experience and it's been really easy for me i mean besides, <laughs> I the fact, besides the fact that i had to literally text every single one of the groomsmen to make sure they're all doing what they're supposed to because not not everyone is you know gonna do it without me reminding them so mm-hmm. that part's been aids mm-hmm. but like just my suit fitting and all that that went super fine like mine's been ready and done and that's been the kidding. dumbest thing too is that everybody else has been able to get their suit on time not have fucking problems with it i was the first one to go in and get my suit fitted 
And I'm the only one having these problems. And I have no idea why. They're like, oh, well, it looks like we're out of stock company-wide. I'm like, well, how did my five other groomsmen get their suits? <laughs> that makes no right. sense. Like, I don't know. And you were the first one to go. Right. <laughs> and you paid for it. Like, it wasn't like you didn't pay for it and you just, like, were holding it. No, you paid I, for it. I paid for it. Right. <laughs> I bought the suit. How they sell you something they don't have. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. Bunch of... Bunch of communists, man. Oh, no, I got COVID, though. Allegedly. <laughs> I didn't see yeah, any test results. I think Phil's faking because he doesn't want to come to the wedding. Oh, Phil, that's what we're going to do. We're going to bio-warfare fucking men's warehouse. I need you to come just down here. Send me in there and Just coughing all over the place. Licking, licking everything. Phil <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> asked me, oh, yeah, man, are you are you feeling okay? Yeah, I actually got COVID. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, right? I, I tested positive right? uh three hours ago. But... Yeah, you're vaccinated, right, man? <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. No. no, yeah. This has been an experience the past week. It's been about seven or eight days since I've started showing symptoms and I can say that I'm like on the back end of it. I'm on the Does back it just kinda nine. seem like a flu except that you lost your your sight and your smell. <laughs> yeah, my sight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I would say that it's like I wasn't feeling as shitty as I would if I had like the stomach flu or something like that. Yeah. It felt more just like an extreme cold. Yeah. And then. So like the normal flu. Kind of, I guess. Like I would say as bad, probably just as bad as the like, normal flu, but just not puking. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know. Well, but yeah, it was like. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's been, it's like weird because there'll be times where like I'll feel 100% and then like an hour later, I'll just all of a sudden I have like a headache and everything like that and then just feel out of it. Are you sure you don't have mono? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. No, yeah. But it's like. I'm like, because like this morning I woke up and I felt really good. And then like, I'm still just kind of taking some, like, I'm drinking a bunch of emergency, taking some Advil, taking some Dayquil and stuff like that in the morning. Would you say just Advil is the cure to COVID? I mean, yeah, I kicked its ass. I <laughs> know, <laughs> yeah. Kind of crazy and selfish of Tyler to schedule his wedding during COVID season. That's what I'm saying too, man. Like, you should have pushed fuck? it off, to be honest. And yeah. then on top of that, he's making everybody get tested before they show up. It's fucking wild. Well, Phil doesn't even want him to do it. So. <laughs> but, what? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would never require that. <laughs> Go walk in there and Baca's taking everyone's vaccine cards. Yeah, this is actually my job as usher is to actually rapid test everybody before they come in. Yeah. And you tell them to put their masks on. <laughs> Sir, can you, can you please pull your mask up? Um, above, above your nose? Above your nose, please? That's him telling Thank Jerry you. that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Tyler, I, I swear to God, you better not take your mask off when you have to kiss Hannah when you say I do. <laughs> I'm going to get like a... I'm going to get like a medieval knight helmet and that's gonna be my mask coming to the wedding i'm gonna do a scuba <laughs> helmet with a full scuba suit fuck yeah. you guys <laughs> with like a tie <laughs> yeah. oh yeah but i'm just hoping that like i feel 100 percent by tomorrow or by at least friday like no symptoms or anything like that yeah i would say that i almost like don't really have too many symptoms if like not any besides like just like the feeling of just recovery yeah well you sound like shit yeah all of a sudden my nose started running and stuff like that but it's been like that for like the past two days because i've been so congested i feel like that's usually what happens towards the end of a like when i'm like whenever i got the cold and flu that's usually what it was like towards no yeah is that i just have like a runny nose right now and that's just all the mucus and all the congestion and stuff like that loosening up in my sinuses. Because at first I thought it was – at first I thought I just had like a sinus infection or something because it started getting colder up here. And I slept one night with my window open. And you know how sometimes you do that. You wake up and you're all congested and you have like a sore throat and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
And I was like, oh, that's probably just from the season changing. It's not bad. And that was on, like, Wednesday. And then I still didn't do anything, and I was still just kind of, like, playing it safe. And then on Friday, all of a sudden, I couldn't taste or smell shit. And I was like, well, fuck. Right. I bet I bet Phil sitting there is like, well, just, you know, standard, just cold season, you know. I guess I got cold. All of a sudden, Phil wakes up and, like, drinks a beer and can't taste it. And he's like, what the fuck? No, that's <laughs> that literally a like, weird I, thing. I was to... just like, oh, you know, I probably just got a cold. It's nothing too bad. Then Friday came around and like, I got out the shower and I was putting on my deodorant and I couldn't smell my deodorant when I was putting it on. And I was like, fuck. And then, <laughs> and then I went to go make some breakfast and I made some like eggs and stuff and bacon and I couldn't taste that shit either. And I was like, Oh, this is was that a good. weird feeling? I've never ex- like that's that's weird for me to comprehend. Like, it I was like, yeah, it was weird. But then, um, it's because like I remember young, when I was younger and stuff. Like when I get congested or I'd get like a sinus infection or the flu or something like that, and you would lose, you'd lose your taste and your smell like a little bit. Like you wouldn't be able to taste it as much. It would taste very bland. This was like I couldn't taste anything. Right. Like, especially when it came to smelling stuff, because, like, I just bought some new candles, and I went, and I'm just like, you know what, these are pretty potent, I'm going to try and smell these, try to smell, couldn't smell anything, mm-hmm. and, like, I wasn't even, like, congested, like, I could breathe out of, like, both my, like, my nostrils and stuff like that, and, yeah, couldn't smell anything, I was like, yeah, this is not good. And then to top it all off, I couldn't get tested until Monday. Right. What would you, would you rather have lost your taste or your smell, now that you've lost both? <laughs> Like, if it was for the rest of your life, what would you have done? Oh, I would lose my smell. Yeah. Because, like, literally, like, when it, when it was with taste and I was planning on going grocery shopping this weekend, obviously I didn't do that. So, like, I've had to order out food for the past couple days. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know what to order because I'm not going to be able to taste it regardless. Right. Like, I ordered, <laughs> like, there's this place called Tender Shack up here and I ordered some some through DoorDash from them. And I was like, I'm going to try like get the ho- the spiciest stuff that I could get from them. And it was like their Nashville hot as fuck tenders with like their super hot like mm-hmm. buffalo um, dip and stuff like that. I was eating it. I couldn't taste it at all except for I could feel the sensation of it being hot and like my tongue and stuff like that was tingling. Other than that, I like couldn't taste it. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was like it was like the weirdest thing ever. I feel like it'd be so easy to eat healthy if I couldn't taste anything. That's what I'm saying, like, now that, yeah, like, I can't really, well, my taste is starting to come back, like, like, I'm drinking Pedialyte, and I can taste the Pedialyte and stuff like that. Right. But it's like, it would be, it would be making eating healthier, like, eating salads so much easier. (laughs) Right, like, it'd be, I'd be the fittest man on the planet if I didn't have taste. (laughs) I'd be eating the healthiest shit ever, and it'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. I'd be the drunkest man on the planet if I didn't have taste. (laughs) Yeah, because well, like with taste, you're the what... drunkest man on the planet. There's a sushi. There's a sushi place up here, and on like this, the entire like week, it's been free delivery charge. And for a roll of sushi, it's like seven or eight bucks. It's a uh, cloud nine. I'm pretty sure you've got one of you guys have had it. Oh, C nine. Yeah, C nine. <laughs> no, <laughs> C nine. But like literally. I feel like this was probably the healthiest that I've been eating in a long time because my diets consisted mainly of just sushi. Fuck it. Because it's, like, cheap for delivery. Yeah. Sushi's good. And, yeah. And, like, that's, like, all I've been eating. Like, I guarantee you I've probably lost, like, 10 pounds. <laughs> probably just from being <laughs> sick. Yeah. Yeah. Just because – and then also one thing is that, like, when you can't taste or smell anything, you don't really have that much of an appetite. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because, like, you, if you smell someone cooking something, all of a sudden you're no, like, oh, yeah, well, exactly. I feel like I got to eat now. Like, I can't smell anything. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't really get that hungry. And then all of a sudden I realize that it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And it was like, shit, I have not ate anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So that's, like, that's also one thing. That's fucking but weird, yeah. man. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I know that I'm definitely going to be getting the vaccine now. Well, I have to get it regardless for school. But it's like, I don't know. Hey, I'm natural. You got COVID, so you have natural immunity for the next year anyway. What the fuck's the point? Yeah, well, that doesn't, that isn't seen within the university's eyes, sadly. I wish. Otherwise, I'd have like a chicken pox party type situation before like every semester of school. Just get it. (laughs) 
there's like one there's like two weeks of school that everyone's just not attending because everybody's got covid oh yeah exactly and then <laughs> everybody's you, immune do you do you remember at the bachelor party nick when phil's like yeah there's no way in hell i'll get the vaccine i'll just switch schools i'll i'll take a semester off there's no way i'll go back to umd if they require a vaccine <laughs> we're all big here's the thing. yeah here's the thing i'm too far in and, like, if I were to switch schools, I would literally have to retake, like, just about all of my upper division classes. Right. That's the thing. Like, what yeah. all transfers at that point. No, yeah, exactly. So, it's like, I, I'm stuck. Bill's giving and... the communists. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've but... done my research, though, and everybody says not to take the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. <laughs> get the Pfizer, so, baby. Get the, get the Dumbreka. The what? <laughs> you guys didn't see that video of the doom breaker oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah man. you should get the sputnik sputnik five. yeah go over to russia <laughs> phil get theirs yeah yeah but uh no, no yeah so probably next week i'm gonna schedule to get it done yeah i'm pretty sure you also, just I, you I, could just set up any appointment at the clinic and they're like yeah we got it here you go like no yeah that's i'm just gonna do. set it up at like walgreens or something yeah. like that and do it like before work mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, I I tested yeah. negative on Monday, so let's go. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, bud. I feel, I feel so alone on the podcast now. Sad. Why? I'm the only one, the only one with a s- smart sense of what we should be doing right now. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you already had COVID. You're all, allegedly, you're all gonna, at least. You're you're all gonna be dead. You're all gonna grow like extra appendages and be fucking dead in five years dude i fucking hope i got a third arm i'll have to i'll have to solo host the fucking podcast don't worry (laughs) i I, I already have a third leg we call baka tripod for a reason Uh (laughs) but i um, never i never had covid oh i thought you did i thought you did like earlier in the year i tested negative like nine i tested negative like nine times with my experience of how it is like I lived in a house with three positive COVID people, possibly four. One didn't get tested, and I never got it. So, GG. That's how I met my at my work. Like everybody got it at work, and I was like one of the few that did. And I was that, like, yeah, that same here. Like I got exposed to that thing like seven times, and apparently the eighth time's the charm where you actually get sick from it. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, Bill's just a big one. <laughs> well, other than like. like other than like not being able to taste and like eating healthier, I feel like if I couldn't smell, I'd also be probably be the smelliest motherfucker on the planet. That's the biggest thing that I was scared of too. So like I've taken like almost like two three showers a day, <laughs> and I haven't done anything because it's like I can't smell, and I don't know like if I smell like shit or not. Yeah, you probably. So do. I'm just gonna shower regardless. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can get off to COVID talk. Did you guys see Conor McGregor's first pitch? Oh, that was disgusting, Tyler. That was so one of the grossest things I've ever seen in my life. What the fuck? It's like you took out a 5,000-year-old book and you... I need to get one of them uh, cans of air so I can spray off my... Dude, I have one of those. Yeah, I have one of those literally fuck. yesterday. Yesterday, I took the glass panel off my PC, and I just was just spraying out the fans in my PC and stuff like that. And I've only had my PC for, like, a month. And the thing has already got so freaking dusty. I should probably do it. that, because I've had my PC for, like, nine months, and I haven't done that yet. <laughs> 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 I got my yeah, PC I mean, in January, uh, I, September. I spray mine, but I don't take out the tempered glass or anything, because I don't know how to fucking do it, because I didn't build my own PC. So I'm scared to do it, so I just put it through the holes and... <laughs> 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 it, it does it does what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing was just, I just wanted to make sure my GPU was cleaned out. That's right. I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you what my GPU looks like or where it's located in my PC. So, it's the don't you have bar. tempered glass? Yep. It's the big thing that prices GeForce on it. Yeah. Ballistics. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It's... <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> rotate your, rotate rotate your, your camera. camera. Show us rotate your, your camera. camera. Yeah. Let me turn on the light in this bitch. God damn it! All right. I thought he was about. Dude, I thought he was podcast. about to pick up his PC and show it. It is. It's, a, it's, it's on the it's, bottom there. Yep, it's on right the bottom. There. Yep, the thing with the, it's the. That right there. Yep, that big long thing right there. Yep. Oh, yep. she looks kind of dusty. That's the yeah yeah. You're probably gonna need to clean. I should probably check mine sometime. But... It's fine. It's not a big deal. A little dust never hurt anyone. Yeah, until you start dropping frames. <laughs> 
Until my PC honestly, catches fire and my, my CPU starts melting. Right. Like, have you guys ever gone on, like, the build a PC subreddit? Like, I was when I was, like, building my, I went on there all the time. It was all, there's so many posts, like, yeah, I didn't realize, like, how much it actually affected your PC's performance when you didn't clean your PC. <laughs> They're like, I was, like, dropping, like, 30 frames than what I was previously. Then I've cleaned my PC, and all of a sudden, my GPU's temperatures were way better and all this other stuff. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. yeah. I should probably do I'll that. explain to you why all those nerds are hyping it up when it's really not a big deal. How many times have you ever cleaned your Xbox or PlayStation? Dude, I'd never clean my I don't Xbox. Know, but you probably, but you probably could. And it yeah, probably performed better. It still runs fine. It's not a big deal. No. Yeah, but it sounds like a fucking airplane's taking off. Right, exactly. Like, it's like turning <laughs> on the post of memes, like turning on your PS3 midnight. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mom comes running, beats you with a belt. Well, the other day I was watching a video of a guy who was building his PC for the first time and nobody told him to not build it on carpet. Oh, so it just zapped and fried his whole system? Yeah, he went to boot up his motherboard and it just zapped and blue screened. And I was just like, oh no. Dude, uh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I was like, he needs to get like an all new fucking motherboard yep. and everything. Yeah, oh. I put mine on the table and built it up there. Like, I was not. Some people even go like the next step further and get like a rubber mat. And like they even like put like a rubber mat under their feet so then they don't like somehow shock it with their finger. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, bud. But. Yeah, no, I just had mine sitting on my desk, and I haven't taken it off my desk since. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. <clears throat> but, anyways, back to the Conor McGregor first pitch. <laughs> Y'all see that in the game? Yeah, dude. It wasn't worse than 50 cents. The, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> They're both pretty bad. They're both bad, but 50, I, I rewatched them both a few times, and 50s was just so embarrassingly funny. Conor's How? was bad, but... How do you? How can you not throw a baseball as at like? He's they don't grow athlete. up in in Ireland throwing baseballs. They don't have Everywhere baseball plays in Ireland. No they play shot. cricket. They play cricket and rugby, baby. There is definitely some sort of sport, Bach, where they're throwing something. It's just like English people can't throw footballs. It's not part of their culture. Yeah, I mean, how many baseball I mean, players do you know that come no from Europe? For, there's no excuse for like Fifty Cent missing that badly, but I could see it for Connor. And it, plus, he's wearing a full blown suit. Yeah, which you, probably not. You the would best think thing. if he had thrown out the first pitch in the game, you'd at least practice a little bit. Yeah, he probably should have practiced a bit. <laughs> well, did he throw from the mound? Because a lot of times they don't throw directly from the mound. I don't no, remember. He threw from like ten feet in front. Okay. Yeah. Wide right, baby. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what the greatest first pitch all time was, was George W. Bush right after 9-11. That dude. Yeah, damn right. After he did that. I mean, after he held, I mean, after he saw 9-11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure we were going with that. But, yes. <laughs> yeah, when after he. Uh, right after... Founded 1997. He was born way before then. He's fucking not <laughs> Irish baseball league. <laughs> yes, the perennial Irish baseball league. Yes. <laughs> What's their logo? Come up to that. That's fucking funny. It's baseball just, Ireland. It's a big old green harp with a baseball bat through it. That's fucking <laughs> funny. I wonder if they play on. They probably play on like soccer fields. Do you think if they <laughs> played against in, like an American Legion league or something like that? the legion league would win probably you could probably grab a beer league, league softball team and they'd probably beat them probably <laughs> no but oh that's funny it, <clears throat> would you guys if you guys went up there would you guys throw from the home from uh, the mound a lot, a lot of people say that's not what you want to do because obviously you don't want to embarrass yourself on the big stage yeah i would throw from in front of the mound yeah. Way harder. I, I, I don't know if you guys are pitched off of a mound versus like a flat surface. It's it's a little farther than you think it is. Yeah. It's a lot farther than MLB too. Yeah. I'll right. do a nice little rainbow lob and I'll get it right to him. Yep. <laughs> I would ask why there's not a batter so I could hit somebody with my 12-6 curve. <laughs> Phil's going up to throw him breaking <laughs> balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd ask, the... ask for a batter, and then I'd purposely go up there and beam the batter. 
Yes. <laughs> like, give me A-Rod or Jeter or somebody, and then just beam him with a fucking heater. You should have shot A-Rod. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably, I'd probably throw it from in front, but it feel, I feel like it'd be pretty damn cool if I, like, I was thinking about it on the way home today. I was like, man, what if I was that guy? Go up there and fucking throws an 85-mile-an-hour fastball right down the center <laughs> for the first pitch of the game. Fucking would, Michael Jordan, that shit. No, no fucking amateurs touching 85 from the pitcher's mound in no, MLB. No, definitely not. <laughs> I'd be lucky if I hit, like, 65. <laughs> You'd be lucky to hit 60. Right. But you would be in, like, the high 40s. I don't know, man. Back in, back in fucking fourth grade, man, I was fucking throwing some heat. At like 35 miles an hour. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It struck out everybody. Ain't nobody hitting dingers off this guy. Not today. Not today. Did you guys watch the fights this weekend or see any clips by chance? No, but uh, was this weekend? I saw Nick this... Diaz try to start out with a spinning kick right away. That looked very athletic of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably could have done that, Bill. <laughs> I could have done it that good. That's for damn sure. That shit looked like trash. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Nick Diaz fought Robbie. Um, I assume he won. After the first fight. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed that Robbie won. It was third round stoppage. Robbie broke his nose, and Nick Diaz just sat down and said, "I'm done, dude." Like it was like it a hasn't five. fought in like five years. He's yeah, a five, five years. years he's a one in ten years. <laughs> and yeah, his first fight back to Dana White. She's like, "Let's give him a five round non-title fight." So garbage. I think there's something fishy going on there. Like. It didn't sound like he wanted to fight all week going up to the fight in the pregame or the pre. Well, yeah, because they they bumped it up to 185 being the cutoff and not 170. And they're saying, yeah, Nick's not making this weight. We need to ask for him to go up to 185. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. Did Robbie so, Lawler at least look like a Greek god like he did back in his heyday? Yep. He is looking good. <clears throat> but I think Rob, that was a favorable fight for Robbie. Obviously, he could just stand up and swing. And what's 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 what he's good at? So I mean, no disrespect towards Lawler, but you know, I was more excited with the main event, uh, Volkanovski versus Brian Ortega, which was a fight and a half. I was I watched the highlights for that. Oh my god, it was a great fight. Um, there's, the scorecards doesn't show how good of a fight it was because, um, Volkanovski won pretty sure handily in all of the judges' eyes, but third round was apparently the that's one of the round greatest rounds ever. Yeah, I've ever watched in my life of mixed martial arts fucking it was nuts i don't know ortega got him in a guillotine tight like and that's like one of his signature moves like so tight and even Volkanovski said in the press conference afterwards he goes he's like shit i'm gonna lose my belt here and he's like he couldn't breathe he's gurgling slips out of that like a minute later brian ortega gets him in a triangle which is his like absolute signature move had that in tight Volkanovski escapes and then um <clears throat> Brian Ortega was getting pieced up his face was butter he had a butter face a lot of people thought the fight should have stopped but I mean it's a title fight um it didn't look like Ortega after round three or four was totally in it the doctors went over there and were asking questions and he wasn't answering clearly but the fight went on and um was it as bad as his fight against Holloway <clears throat> He just he, a, he got fucked up against Holloway. His face looks looks pretty much as bad. Yeah. So um, I feel bad for the kid too. I'm I'm an Ortega fan, and TC someone maybe. someone as talented as him in jujitsu and on the ground, it just it just baffles me that he he wants to stand up and fight. You know, right. like go go do what you're good at. And I just want to see this book the tickets for Volkanovski Holloway three. Yeah, because that second fight was nuts. Well, I mean. Like like you said, Bach, like fucking play to your strengths, bro. You think you well, there's a reason Habib doesn't just stand up against everybody. There's a reason he takes everybody to the well, ground and beats the Ferguson, fuck out of them. <laughs> yeah, remember when Ferguson when when he fought Gaethje and and he's just like, No, I wanna try and stand up box against Gaethje. He just got destroyed. And he just got destroyed. And I remember because it was like who I think Eddie Bravo was um one of like his JITS coach. And Eddie Bravo was sitting there just like why are you trying to stand like you, you can hear him yelling from the corner why are you trying to stand up against him take him down <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean yeah i mean holloway is booked versus yair and like coming up soonish and i think they just need to scrap that fight honestly just scrap it and give it volkanovsky versus holloway three 
Because if if Holloway fights this fight now, him and Volkanovski are going to be completely different schedules, and will never be able to line up. So I think they just need to scrap the idea of Rodriguez fighting. Just give it to Max here's right now. Yeah, here's that high fights. up now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Here's uh, I mean, he's been inactive for a bit, but he's always electric when he's out there, and this is a fight that they've been trying to set up for a while. But okay. I just I know, think they need to scrap it. Yeah, I remember back watching him back when he was like. 15th like number 15 contender maybe even unranked like a few years ago and all of a sudden now he's fighting holloway good for him he was a very he's a very trilogy, fun fighter yeah. to watch yeah here's the thing with trilogy fights so normally they don't happen unless it's like a one and one going in and somebody needs to win it and volkanovsky's two and oh against holloway but it's both of holloway's fights there's such the huge or both of those fights there's such the huge argument argument in saying that holloway got robbed right both fights so it's like you gotta book the trilogy fight I used to hate Volkanovski like with a passion, especially after those hallway fights. But after watching, um, this is the first season of Ultimate Fighter I watched, and it was Ortega Volkanovski. Obviously, I was rooting for Ortega, but I gained a lot of respect for Volkanovski. He's a stand-up dude. He's a great champion, and um, so I don't even know. I I think obviously... I just like Holloway too much to like Volkanovski. Yeah, but he's a good dude, and he's a yeah. he's a good champion for the UFC. So I can't even hate. No, there's some of the videos that I've kind of liked watching recently. It's those ones where uh, NBA players go to those like a AAU teams and they, they just fucking ream them out. He's like, he's like, how old are you? The dude's like 17, 18. He's like, you think in a year, year and a half, you'll be able to guard me? It's like Bradley Beal or James Harden like fucking roasting <laughs> this shit out of these guys. <laughs> like, you think year, year and a half you'll be able to guard me? So I tell you, none of you motherfuckers can guard me right now. <laughs> just, just roasting this shit out of these teenagers. Like, if you guys want to get better, you better fucking start trying. It's like, I'll tell you, you guys get to the league, I ain't gonna let you guard me. I'll fucking shit on you. It's like, this is well, like off that, it was funny kids. Um, there was that video of the of who's the white wamba what's his name again brian scanlon or whatever scalabrini scalabrini yeah um that everybody was just like or people at like ymcas and stuff like that were saying that they could take him a 1v1 and he was just like i am closer to lebron than you are to me and then he just goes out there and shits on him <laughs> yeah he is he was taking people like because i was just like twitter or tiktoks or instagram something like that people are saying that he's like pulling them from his social media like all right Let's fucking meet up, YMCA. Yeah. This time, I will fucking show you guys how much better I am than you. You guys don't understand the level you yeah, need no, to be to be in the it's, NBA. Yeah, it's like, by NBA standards, White Mama might not be that good. Right. But by everybody else's standards, he's a fucking amazing because he's in the NBA and people don't realize the talent that it takes to be in the NBA. Yeah, particularly the NBA where, like, it's what – it's how many how many how many teams are on you're right yeah two round drafts and how many team how many players are on teams rosters well, like, think, yeah it's like think 15. of how many think right. of how many d1 basketball schools there are compared to how many nba teams professional nba teams there <laughs> right are. right and they only have two rounds right like how fucking hard it is to get in the nba like it's in, like the I, I the leap from college basketball to nba is probably like i mean in of all the college sports like what do you think is the like the biggest leap, like in terms of college baseball. professional, baseball is actually baseball. probably a good one, honestly. But because the like the amount of time that you have to spend in the minors, yeah, like the amount of time that you have, to, yeah, because there's so many drafts or rounds in the draft for baseball, and like you have to spend so much time in the minors, or on average you spend so much time in the minors before you even looked at to get called up. Mm-hmm. That's I would fair. say probably baseball. Baseball, yeah, I think baseball. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, just batting and pitching are so important. And if, like, you can't, yeah, if you're in the minors and you're not batting over 300, like, good luck trying to get in the MLB. No, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, or you, don't, you don't have an ERA under like a two, right? In the fuck, as a pitcher in the minors, good luck even getting called up, right? Exactly. It, it's just, I don't know, that's just how it is. Baseball, oh, I mean, and the, I was gonna say, make an argument for basketball, kind of like what we were just saying, like, there's like Phil, like you mentioned, like how many? There's 64 teams that go to the Division One national championship tournament, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, how many? And then how? There's 32 NBA teams. 30 NBA teams. What is it? 30, 30 or 32? It's one of the two, I think. Now I can't remember, but it's incalculable. And 15 players on each roster. Like, there's so many goddamn like D1. Lot, yeah. Not a lot basketball of people, schools. And uh, how many people actually get called up from the G League to play in the NBA? 
Not many. Like, not that many compared to, like, if it was, like, like hockey or <laughs> baseball or something. like. You that remember that story from, like, four years ago? That dude that that's Laker been guy? In the, yeah, that's been in the yeah. league for... And he's, like, 32, and he got called up, and he popped, he dropped, like, 25 points in his first game or something yeah. like that. That was that was a good that good dude feel just story. fucking grinded. That was a feel good story, yeah, because like that is he was like a substitute math teacher. Right, that's what I say. He's got two jobs, and one of them is yeah. and one of them's being a G League basketball player, probably making like sixty k a year, if that. Like, right, I don't think you make that much as a G League. Right, it's oh, dude, the grind is. You'd have to have quite the mentality to do that. I feel like, like I feel like if I am not drafted right into a team and like playing immediately like it i feel like it'd be hard to like really sit there and grind to get to pro yeah, but i mean yeah i think if you're at that level like your passion for that sport has to be so high to begin with yeah that... right but i mean like then... but like in in hockey you get drafted at 18 and it's just normal to like go and play three or four years at a lower level and then get pulled yeah up. like go play college or go play for the minor well, league i mean team all that's like still that. a grind you know what i mean like, it, it yeah, is you have to have that mentality if you want to make it right but you don't in basketball you don't get three or four years to do that 99 percent of the time <laughs> it's like if you're on the g league for a year or something like that or you don't show out during the summer league that then you're probably not going to do anything mm -hmm. yeah average salary for g league G League players is 125k. I don't give a fuck if I never make the NBA. I played basketball. <laughs> but but there's the you can't you can't re, you, you can't dribble Tyler. Yeah, well you can't <laughs> you can't retire though off of 125k a year. Says who? I mean, so you're never gonna be able to retire. You don't make near that. No, you're but, never gonna be able to retire your entire life. No, I'm, I mean like like. You're only you're I, only in the G League for like ten years before. If you're even get that, like how long you'd be good. making that kind of you money? Set yourself up for. Uh, if you're telling me if you make 125k for ten years, you're not able to set yourself up. I mean, there's people there, there's people that. that make more than that that aren't retired yet. And they're idiots. It's not because they didn't have enough retired. It's not because they didn't they didn't have make enough money. It's because they didn't know how to manage their money. I mean, <laughs> I would be able to I would be able to comfortably retire. Off of ten years of 125k. Did you, you think you'd be able to, if, if, like, even with say, okay, so what is 125k over ten years was at 1.25 million, right? Then say you and Hannah have two or three kids. Yeah, easy. Well, here's a, a here's, how, here's the first thing that you do to like, for sure, make sure that you'll retire with that money. Eliminate the factor of having two kids. <laughs> yeah. You don't have kids. Right, like, what do they say? What do they say? Kids cost like. A quarter million a piece, usually. Yeah, by the time they're by the time they're eighteen, it's like you spent like a quarter of a million. Like that's it. they're just money pits, okay? One, stay away from them. If you really want one, adopt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I mean I don't know. I mean, and athletes are getting a lot better nowadays of not spending their money. They've heard all the stories when they come to the league from vets or players that spent all their money there's there's a number of players in every league that don't touch the money that they've earned in the nfl like alvin kamara hasn't touched a dollar of his playing money mm -hmm. so like tyler said it's all about money management so yeah no, honestly if i if i had but, that the first thing i would try and do is just maybe throw into like real estate right. or something and and, Al and, Al and alvin kamara's endorsement money is probably like five times as much as these g league players are making too oh yeah <laughs> like and, i mean and half the thing is you just these guys can go once they retire they can go take a couple years get a degree do all this other shit and then they're fine they're set up they can do plenty of things right but they'll still have to work straight like that's to, a thing. like yeah, but a lot of players just go do what they wanted to do if they weren't a professional athlete. Or some Bro, people just, still want to be in the world. They go they go do stuff for ESPN or all these other places. Yeah. Just be T-Pain, man. Start, just become a professional, like a full-time streamer. Yeah, that dude's kind of killing it <laughs> with his streaming shit. I see his clip top up more on social media than... I would like to admit, like, dude. Uh, I I saw this I saw this clip and it was, it was it was actually this other dude's TikTok and he was just watching he was watching T Pain go over his rap, 
Oh yeah, I saw and, that. And and he's like watching T Pain like actually like dig the rap. He's like, oh okay, okay. Then he then on uh, watches T Pain stream like go and he shares and T Pain tweets his rap. I was like, dude, that's how sick would that be? Like you're, you're over here like some SoundCloud dude probably have like 200 downloads and you just like dr- just drop a fire song and T Pain goes and tweets it. Like fuck, man, that's right. That I don't know. That'd be cool. Dude, I would love to hang out with T Pain for a day. <laughs> Be fucking go sick. on a boat, you know. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, no. yeah. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we can shift to. Uh, I say we get some listener questions in right now. We're about 45 minutes in. We usually do them in when we don't think about it till the very end, but we can do them now. And it'll kind of lead right. into our next topic, I think. <laughs> All right, so two from Jared here. Shout out, Jared. Always faithful. Um, this one's mostly for Tyre, Tyler, but it's for everyone. How much does Stafford need to do to be considered? How much more does Stafford need to do to be considered for the Hall of Fame? I mean, I've been saying he's a Hall of Famer. I just, I had a very hot take that he wasn't ha- going to have a very good season, <laughs> and it's not looking good for me. It's not looking good. Nick and I were actually talking about that when you were here when they were like, we're wondering how Tyler's feeling about this whole Stafford uh, in LA thing. I've had trouble sleeping. Like, it's been tough. It's been really tough. I don't remember what the conditions of my argument were at this point. I just know that I had a very hot take, and it's not been going I well. remember it was very strongly along the lines of, He's not that much better than Goff, and he's not going to elevate that team to be a Super Bowl contender. And they're looking good as fuck. He took him to a Super Bowl. Yeah, they went to a Super Bowl. I mean, he has to win Super Bowl to be better than Goff, really. Like, we're being completely honest. Maybe he has to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Just hold the L. Just hold yeah. Here's where I think Jared Goff went wrong. Here's where I think I mean, Jared Goff went wrong was that they went to the Super Bowl and then they gave him that fat contract where it was like 80 mil guaranteed or something like that. So well, then Nick, he just Nick sat Foles on that. got a fat contract from winning the Super Bowl too. It's just what happens when you're in the Super Bowl, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they gave, when you're on that contract, did they give Garoppolo really his contract before or after he went to the Super Bowl? I think after. it was before. Was it after? Yeah. I'm sure. And then they drafted Trey Lance last season or this last draft. So Hey, know. but Grapple has been looking pretty decent. I mean that division's it's... just fucking stacked, so Yeah, and the way that the rookie QBs are panning out so far for every other team this season, you don't want to see Trey Lance rush into there anyway. No. No. The only one that's looking decent is Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah, he threw fifty five times. He threw fifty five times. He threw fifty five times last week. But the thing that blows my mind the most in the off season, they went and signed two big name tight ends and no receivers except Nelson Aguilar. <clears throat> like what are you doing? Like sign one tight end and go after another receiver. You could have had like fucking Kenny Galladay or something. That would have shifted everything on your offense. But you go out there and get John U. Smith and Hunter Henry because you need two big name tight ends, really? I mean What's that's I mean that that's wanna, that's what that's what that... Belichick's always ran, right? Yeah, they want to bring back the glory Aaron Hernandez Rob Gronkowski days. Far from it, bro. <laughs> Far from it. And the and the sad part about it sorry we're getting away from the listener question. We'll, we'll wrap back around, but Tom Brady's gonna break the all time passing record against oh, yeah, he's New like this week. Yeah, he's like sixty eight <laughs> yards away from breaking it. So that's just that's funny. But um I think Stafford is probably a Hall of Famer right now, and the more anything that he does now just adds to that resume. Yeah, and so, I I think I was I was the biggest Matt Stafford fan on this podcast before he was traded. I mean, I've always thought I've always thought he's been great, great. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure our argument was that I'm I'm confident it was like Nick was saying he's gonna be like top three in the NFL this year, and it's week four. We'll be fine. I think he still might be. He's not even the best quarterback in his division. I think I remember it being more sen- At least me arguing you was um, that it actually does make him a Super Bowl contender. And you said, no way. I Like I said, Jared Goff took him to the Super Bowl, so he really didn't have to elevate the Rams' play that much. 
we'll go i want to go back i want to find a clip we'll, we'll play it next week and, and i think we had a few we'll, different we'll what was said. We, we had that one we had like if who would do better if russell wilson and and matt stafford switch teams like who's actually the better quarterback i think yeah, that was like, another one we the had third, he's the third best quarterback in the division but he's three and L. yeah he's getting carried <laughs> by who <laughs> jackson his, his defense they've let up like they've let up 60 points in the first three weeks well yeah that's what happens when you have an elite defense you don't need to right, do much carried. but he's still doing it cooper comes one of the best looking like one of the best receivers in the nfl right now and that's because of stafford allegedly okay. <laughs> uh, i don't know i love it okay okay well Good question, Jared. He's definitely a Hall of Famer, but these guys are all still idiots. When the Rams don't win the Super Bowl, my argument will be made for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. But um, also from Jared. Okay, you want? Yeah, yeah you answer it. No, I I agree with you guys. My bad. Yeah. You keep going. Uh, who's your Week Three Super Bowl champion prediction? The LA Rams. <laughs> um, honestly, week three is hard. I mean, on start of the season. I mean, do you guys still think Kansas City could make it? I mean, obviously they could. They can. Right. Well, they face Philadelphia this week. I'm sure they'll be two and two after this week. <laughs> I love and after. Just, I loved like, after week one. Gordon. Box like you know. We're fucking killing it, you know? Offense is looking great. Some linemen down again. It's like I'm living fucking groundhogs day for the past five years. Oh, it's been kind of funny. But early Super Bowl predictions, I mean, f- I think from the, from the, I almost said from the West, uh, from the NFC, I think LA Rams are, LA Rams and Buccaneers are probably the top two from NFC. I think, I mean, just Here, just overall teams. I mean, they're just thing. they're just stacked on both sides of the ball. Are I the think. Raiders the real deal? No, Derek Carr is balling. Derek Carr is looking good. He always and balls out in the good. beginning of the season, though. So then they look good. Yeah, but Russell Wilson has a Super Bowl. <laughs> he also threw an interception at the one yard line. He could have had two. So that's true. He very much could have. Um. From the AFC, I, I think it's. I mean, Bills are obviously looking good, uh, even though Bills, they lost Browns, week AFC one. Bills, Browns, AFC for me. Bills, Browns. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't say the Chiefs aren't good enough. To, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the, it. it's like, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. You I can't count they, them out until they're. I don't they're, think anyone really looked all the in the AFC. I mean, the Chargers could be good. I don't think they're good enough to win the Super Bowl, but. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean uh, the, here, that that division with the sorry you go I'm yeah you go my with my week three bold prediction for the Super Bowl is Packers versus Bills. All right, Packers aren't even winning the division. First right. of all, hey. Vikes have actually low key looked very good this year. If it wasn't for a missed field goal. And a bullshit fumble call. We'd be three and zero. No excuses. We learned from it. We're we fine. do. We do. Kirk's looked, Kirk's looked incredible this season so far. It's well, so good. Kirk's an MVP it's, candidate. So I'm just yeah, saying I mean, he it right now. Way better than fucking Matthew Stafford. I mean, if we're being honest. <laughs> I want to see Kirk's fucking stats, but yeah, keep going. I I just Wait. I think I think the Vikings have been they've been playing fine. I think they just got to figure it out. I think by the end of the season they'll have things kind of going and we'll be all right i mean yeah we we can say that our offense is arguably like a top 10 offense in the league right now this will be a good tester for you guys this weekend against the browns who just came off like an eight plus sack game so hey we we shut up chandler jones we can shut up miles garrett and dranavian cloney (laughs) yeah and shit on the seahawks at home Yeah, that's the first one over the Seahawks in Russell Wilson's career. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. This is the first loss of the Vikings. (laughs) Yeah, it's been fucking dumb. Now the biggest (laughs) thing is, can Mike Zimmer beat the Bears? No. We'll still lose to Nagy. (laughs) Did you see see, uh, Kyle Rudolph's comments last week? Mm -mm. Yeah, and then he came out and said, y'all are making something out of nothing, and that Zimmer was one of the best coaches he's ever had. 
What, um, okay, what was his the, initial comments? I didn't see it. Bach, if you want to say, you can. I mean, it, it was something, I don't know exactly, but it was something along the lines of it, how it's so nice having a head coach that's not so defensive-minded. And it's something he's never experienced in his career so far. Dude, Rudolph, you can't even break a fucking tackle. Shut the fuck up, bro. You're six five, like two hundred sixty pounds. You couldn't break a goddamn tackle to save your life, man. Jeez. That dude could block. That's all he could do. Rudolph. And he could and he could, and he could catch a fade in the end zone. Okay, he's good at that too. He had some fucking highlight real touchdown catches. I don't know what you're doing. Hey going Nick, on. you're talking shit about like that two thousand twelve Pro Bowl MVP, man. <laughs> yeah. How many times did he win man of the year? Like Jeez, dude, he's uh, so good for once? Minnesota. And you're just shitting on the dude. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was great for Minnesota and stuff, but don't be coming at oh. the fucking organization that fucking made your goddamn career. Like a day later, it said it was nothing against Zimmer. Oh, <laughs> that's the most bullshit comment ever, though. Like, what the fuck? Of course, it's like it's like shitting on my previous boss, and all of a sudden they come at you, me like, oh well, you so imagine. Too. Could you imagine what would happen if you had to give press conferences and speak to media for like the next ten years? You don't think you'd slip up and say something that could be controversial? Oh, I one hundred percent would. You know me. You know I've never me. said anything controversial <laughs> in my life. Yeah, exactly. I've been giving media press conferences once once a week for the last three years. What do you mean? <laughs> I haven't said one bad thing. What's, what's what's Taylor's phone number? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Boom! Galaxy brain move right there. Don't even memorize it. <laughs> did, off topic again, but did you guys see the Jalen Hurts quote that's going viral? Right after oh, the, every day. No, after the loss to the Cowboys in the press conference. <laughs> Some reporter asked him how they'll handle this loss and. He goes, I'll learn from it. We'll be a better team from it. I believe that. You take a deuce. You don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. <laughs> I did see that, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so, and now we, we have two quarterbacks on our team that have gone viral for shit comments <laughs> this season. <laughs> and, and Gardner Minshew. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, where's Minshew, where's Minshew Mania at? Come on, man. Give him a chance. He's inactive, but... <clears throat> You gotta be, you gotta be a little bit. What does the ego schedule look like? Oh, really, really, worried? really tough. I mean, it's 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 not gonna look like the great season I was anticipating after week one. I mean, we have the Bucks this or the Chiefs this week, and then the next two out of the next three games are against the the Bucks and the Raiders. So, and so we're down three tough. offensive linemen, and yeah, it, it's just it's just gonna be tough and. I don't think it's Jalen Hurts' fault. So obviously, he didn't play a great game, but it was only like his seventh NFL start. He's still a young guy. Um, he's I got mean, some. The, the some coaching the, is the biggest problem for me right now. I mean, some of the plays they were calling, the dude would have. They would have like nobody blocking. Right, and and the issue with having so many young guys and non-starters on the O line with a quarterback like Hurts is, if it's an RPO, which Sirianni's been running a lot of. If Hertz extends the play for too long, the offensive linemen aren't smart enough to know when to not run downfield. I think we have the most penalties in the first three games of the season that we've ever had. And it's, because, <laughs> it's just small, stupid shit like that. So mm -hmm. I think, obviously, it's a learning curve. Um, but I do think Sirianni can do a better job of game planning and calling plays because it's not been looking pretty so far. Well. Also, Miles Sanders only carried the ball twice last game, and he had two carries for 27 yards. Run the fucking ball. Right, yeah. Like, what was it? Two, season, two seasons ago, he had, like, 1,200 rushing yards, like, playing in, like, 10 games. And now, the, and since then, it. they just stopped running the ball. Run the ball. Well, he, he has 8.5 yards per carry on first you downs. You kind of just answered your question right there on why they're not running the ball. Because you just called your offensive line stupid. Well, yeah, but still, he had <laughs> two carries for 27 yards, and you don't hand him another carry the rest of the fucking game? I don't care if you're down 15, 16, 18, 20 points. Run, you got to mix in some runs in there. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings will be down 30, and they'll still run the ball three out of four times. It's just frustrating. <laughs> it is what it is, though. It's the life of the Philadelphia Eagles fans since 2017. <laughs> It's... Looking at the Vikings schedule, how many wins do you think that we're still going to pull out for this season? 12. Because, like, all right, so we face the Browns. 
When? Is it at Next home? Week. This week. <clears throat> Sunday. I think we're going to finish with 15. Yep, and then after that, Lions win. Oh, yeah. We don't lose the Lions. Panthers win. All right. Well, here's the thing. Is, is C-Mac going to be healthy for that game? It doesn't matter. They got Shuba Hubbard, baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. like Mike Davis prospered last year. It's just the system. True. All right. Cowboys. Like, Dak's looking good. Their defense actually looks crisp, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm so oh, upset yeah. that Micah Parsons went there. He's such a good player, bro. But it's the Cowboys. We'll win. Viking, Vikings easy. All right. Ravens. Easy dub. Lamar Jackson sucks. Shell you see Justin Tucker, dude? 66-yard game. What do you feel is going to happen? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, exactly. Have you great. seen our kicker? Hasn't missed a field goal all season. Literally, the reason why we lost it is no. <laughs> I, Lamar has had a, not a very good start to the season. It's tough. I mean, winner, the bro. man's got yeah, the man's got no run game. Like he is the he he's is number the run three game. in the league what for rushing. Yeah, he's number three in the league for rushing yards. So his offense is on his shoulders right mm-hmm. now. Right after that, Chargers. Easy dub. I think you can win that one. Packers. Easy dub. Dude, we're not losing a game the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it at all. Like, I'm looking at I don't see it at all. Packers at Lambeau, yeah. we're winning 40 to 10. Niners. Fucking delusional. <laughs> Niners. You guys Steelers. Our Lions fucking schedule sucks, man. It's a tough fucking Bears. schedule, bro. You guys sound like me after week one, only dub, 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 yeah, dub. Yeah. If we just keep playing like we did last week, we're not going to lose a game. That's a thing, though, it's... Year after year, the Vikings have like the third or fourth hardest schedule. Every it's like seems like every single year it's third or yeah. fourth hardest schedule in the league. Here's also the thing: ever since we've had Mike Zimmer, we've made the playoffs every other year. We didn't make the playoffs last year, so I mean, statistically speaking, right here, it's impossible for. Well, they us did add another playoff. playoff team, so yeah, exactly. Chance. The chances are in our extra favor, game Bob. too. So yeah, so no, we're making the playoffs and we're winning the <laughs> NFC North. God now damn now right. the Eagles have a chance to finish even farther under 500. Ooh, give me those draft picks. <laughs> and you're still going to finish number two in the division. I just hope I don't have an. I, I need, like, give me five wins this year. I can't do the four-win shit again. If it's under four, I literally I'm check on my mental health. Like, make sure I'm okay every other day. Like, if I'm still alive. I'm what still happened to the team from 2017, Bach? Uh, injuries. Kelly. And <laughs> Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of injuries, and we had we had an older roster in 2017, and now we're a young younger roster, mm-hmm. and it's just it's kind of rebuild station nation right now. So that's fair. Chip Kelly traded away all of your assets. It's okay. I, I still love to see my boy Deshaun Jackson catching. I think he's he is number two in NFL history for most passes or pass touchdowns over 50 yards after last say, week. I was about to say that, dude. Like, that dude will ghost an entire game and pop off with, like, a 70-yarder. It's like, what the fuck? I don't know. It's funny. I fucking wish the Vikings could get the fucking Giants, the fucking Washington football team two times a year. Wouldn't that be convenient? I wish we could even get the Eagles twice a year. No shit. Dude. Look at how easy their schedule looks. Unreal. They got the fucking Lions, the fucking Broncos, the Jets, the Giants. I mean, that is a cakewalk schedule. If box, if the Eagles aren't 500, I mean, they should be fucking sent down a division. They should have to go play in the fucking XFL. They can't finish 500 with a fucking cakewalk of a schedule. People, we're still saying this because Box doesn't have his headphones on right now. And we're just... But honestly, though, I wish we had that kind of schedule. Oh, hey, Bach, how's it going? Are you talking shit? No, man, we don't do that. Fuck you, dude. Fuck <laughs> you, dude. But, hey, uh, we're a little the over an Eagles, hour. The Eagles have the easiest schedule in the NFL <laughs> in 2021. What can before the team start popping off. What so that was when the Raiders were trying Now the Raiders are 3-0. Oh, and you play it's just one a- time. Look, okay, at, well. look after the Raiders. You guys got nobody. 
What do we got? You guys got no one good. Maybe the Chargers. Okay, you got the Chargers. We have the Chiefs this this week, the Bucks next week, yeah, and then after, the Lions, the, the 3-0 Panthers, the 3-0 Raiders, then the Chargers, and the 3-0 Broncos, and well, then the Broncos Saints. Broncos are bad. And then the second half of the season looks like all dubs. So Broncos we'll are three zero, aren't they? We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, they are three zero. But they've, they, the teams that they've beat are all own. It's all nine combined. So I don't know if they're Teddy Bridgewater, baby. Yes, yeah, go off, Teddy man. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. so we'll see what happens. Um, it's just gonna be a next. It's gonna be a rough next three week, four weeks, and then after that, it it lightens up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, if we can get one or two dubs out of that, I'll be happy. Yeah. Anyways, go Vikes. Uh, we're a little over an hour. Boys, ready to wrap her up? It's your... Sounds good. Any outros, boys? Bye. Let's bye. If the Eagles finish under 500, Bach has to get at to ask of the Vikes. Dude, they were 4 and 12 last year. Suck me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Find us Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at the Obvious 13. Jared, thanks again for your questions. You, the real MVP of the show. Love you. And take it easy, everyone. Episode 125.